Welcome back to Foster Adopt Minnesota's Let's Talk, a podcast that brings you valuable resources for prospective and current adoptive and foster families, as well as professionals. My name is Chris, and I'm an education coordinator at Foster Adopt Minnesota. And I'm Sunny, also an education coordinator at Foster Adopt Minnesota. We have exciting news to share today. MinAdopt is now Foster Adopt Minnesota. As we start a new year, we are excited to also begin this chapter of our organization. For 43 years, we have focused on ensuring every youth in Minnesota has a safe and nurturing family. And we're looking forward to continuing this work under the name Foster Adopt Minnesota. We have had several Let's Talk podcasts under the brand name MinAdopt. However, this is the first one under our new name, Foster Adopt Minnesota. We'd like to introduce our listeners to our new name and welcome Rachel and Jackie. Welcome. Thank you. Yes, thanks. We're so happy to be here and talk about this big change. Yes, yeah, this very you. big change. I'm Rachel Walstead. I am the executive director here at Foster Adopt Minnesota. I am Jackie Brovold. I am the communications and marketing coordinator at Foster Adopt Minnesota. So can the two of you tell us a little bit about our history and the decision to update our name? Yeah, we've been around for a long time. So we started in uh, 1980 as the Citizens Coalition on Permanence for Children. Uh, And a fun fact is that we were founded in a Minneapolis garage by a group of adoptive parents who saw that there were a lot of kids in foster care that needed homes and wanted to step up and do something to help. Uh, And that was kind of the era when our partnership with DHS started. And um, in the 1980s was also when our partnership with KSTP started. So a lot of people might recognize the name Thursday's Child. That was one of the early initiatives uh, that we had as an organization under that name. And then in 1992, we became uh, Minnesota Adoption Resource Network. And at that time, our services were really expanding more into providing post-placement supports for the Minnesota adoptive community. Um, And so acknowledging that with with that resource in our name um, and, you know, that that was a name that um, we used for many years until the early 2010s. where we went through another change. Yes, and that was in 2014. So in that year, we officially changed the name to MinAdopt because over the years, um, Minnesota Adoption Resource Network became informally known as MinAdopt. And I think, believe our, Rachel, if I'm wrong, I believe our URL was minadopt.org anyway, even though our name was Minnesota Adoption Network. And so everyone was calling us MinAdopt. And this was also the primary name under our contract with the Department of Human Services. So our name was changed to recognize this and alleviate any confusion throughout the community. Um, and so our mission at the time when we switched this name, switched the name over to MinAdopt was to promote and support successful adoptions for Minnesota children and families. And now we find the time to change our name again. And the decision-making part of it, I'll let Rachel take over. Yeah. And just to go back a little bit to the name MinAdopt, um, I think that was, um, you know, the time when so many people, like we were called MARN, that was the the nickname for Minnesota Adoption Resource Network, and MinAdopt. And yeah, there was a lot of confusion. That was a right about the time 
I started at MinAdopt right as we kind of became officially MinAdopt. Um, and and um, yeah, people kind of would be confused about which name to use. So that, that was a big part of that. Um, and then, you know, shortly after that, uh, you know, there were legislative changes in 2017 that expanded our work. So while we had informally been supporting foster and kinship families for many years, there were legislative changes that kind of put that more formally into our contract. And with those changes, we were able to do a shift in our services and more formally embrace supporting the foster and kinship communities. And it really became clear at that point that the name Minadop, well, we love it. And it's it's hard, you know, this has been a not an easy process because um, we have a lot of attachment to that name, but we also need to recognize um, that um, it's not speaking to all the communities that we support. And so really, you know, needing to have a name that better reflects our work um, and that people can relate to as they're seeking services for their families. Well, it's pretty cool that we started in the 80s because it kind of go along, goes along with great hair and styles and music. So <laughs> thanks for that. I'm not oh. sure I want to revisit that era. <laughs> At least the style and the hair, the fashion and the hair. <laughs> I'm sure you had some great bangs. <laughs> oh. Well, I think people realize that there's a lot to changing a name and brand. So can you share some of the details and work that went into this? Yes, we for sure can. So we started this process about two years ago. Um, It's been a long and a thoughtful one as well. Um, We have gone through consultants. Um, We've had many, many hours of internal discussion with staff and board. We've had several focus group surveys. Um, and so we have considered many uh, different names, some creative, some descriptive, and some inventive. Um, but we decided to stay true to our history in the communities we serve um, and select a name that reflects our work and one that speaks directly to the communities that we serve. And so we have been working with a talented graphic designer on our new look, our new logos, our new colors. Um, and what's really exciting is um, in our current MinAdopt logo, we have the state. And we love this icon because I don't know if some people have known this, but we have an outline of a child's face in there. And so we're able to keep that icon that will flow on to our next name, but it's still the same. We have the same name, same services. And I love this Minnesota icon because we're here serving Minnesota, finding homes for children in foster care. Oh, nice. I love your attention to detail. Thank you. You're welcome. So would you please tell us why Foster Adopt Minnesota uses the acronym FAM or FAM? Yeah. So that's one of the things we uh, really like about this name um, because, um, you know, it represents our vision of zero kids waiting for a permanent loving family. It also represents um, our value of family-centered support in order for children and their families to thrive. So obviously FAM relating to families. Um, and, and we do that. We support families in a few ways. You know, we support the Minnesota foster care communities so that children 
receive the support and care they needed as, as work is being done to reunite with them with their kinship families. And we support Minnesota's kinship families as well, both formal and informal, uh, and with the goal of keeping Minnesota children with family or close connections whenever possible. And then we support the Minnesota adoption community so children can have the support of loving and nurturing options when it's not possible for them to remain with their family. Um, so it just really speaks to all of that and, and ties all of our services together. Um, so we really, we love that part of our name. Oh yeah, that's great. It's very comprehensive. Um, so please tell us about the services at FAM. Have they changed at all from the services provided by Minadopt? They have not, Sunny. Our services have stayed the same. We only changed our name to better reflect um, the services we provide and to and the communities that we support. Um, our goal um, is to remain familiar to those who already know us and also to be welcoming to people who are discovering us for the first time. Um, and so we're really excited about this new look, even though it's still familiar, it's still something new. Um, so we're excited about this new change. Yeah. And, you know, we, we kind of call it a rebrand, but, you know, at the heart of it, I feel like it's a brand update mm -hmm. um, in that our, I think our brand, what we do, you know, who we are at the core of our services has remained the same. You know, we just have this name that better reflects what that is. Um, so we have just as, you know, maybe for people listening who are less familiar with our programming, we kind of have six main program components as an organization. So we have our Zero Kids Waiting Program. That's the gateway to information about adoption, foster care, and kinship in Minnesota. Uh, then we have our Fostering Network Program. Uh, which provides awareness, information, support, referral um, to improve the safety and well-being of Minnesota kids in foster care. And we have our HELP program, and that provides support, guidance, and resource connection for Minnesota's adoption, foster care, and kinship communities. Uh, we have our post-adoption navigator program, uh, which provides information, resources, referrals regarding post-adoption supports in Minnesota to families who have recently finalized the adoption um, through the Minnesota Child Welfare System. Then we have our education program, at which, uh, as you guys know, these fabulous Chris and Sunny that are in that program, provides workshops on so many topics relevant to foster, adoptive, and kinship families and professionals that support them. And then our post-search program, which provides information and referral to adopted persons, birth families, and adoptive families who need records or have questions about the search process or want to engage with the search process. Yeah. And we encourage everyone listening, check us out on uh, social and our new website. Come and learn more about us for our first-time listeners, first-time people uh, learning about us. Um, our website is fosteradoptmn.org. Uh, you can find all of our services in, in more detail there. Uh, we are on social media. Uh, I think uh, what we have is pretty great. Uh, we are primarily on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We have videos on our YouTube channel. We do have a Twitter, but don't go there for firsthand news. 
Um, and then we still have our newsletter. We send out a monthly newsletter and it's remaining. Um, it's called the insider. We're keeping it that way. So you can get the inside scoop of what's happening over at foster.minnesota. And we just want to encourage you to come check us out. And we're really excited about this new chapter. A lot of work went into this. So hands yes. off to your team and, and the rollout is very exciting. It is. Yeah. yeah. yeah Thank you. Check us out. Yeah. Thanks yeah. so much. Thanks, Rachel and Jackie, for being our guest today. And thank you so much for joining us today for Let's Talk. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to our podcast and tune in again soon.